Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Hey, new listeners of the JB and Benny Blue Review, guess what? There are multiple ways you can listen to our podcast. Start by visiting jbandbennyblueview.com. That's jbandbennyblueview.com, where you can listen right from your desktop, you know, when you're at work and the boss isn't paying attention. Put us on and get through your day. Oh, are you stuck in traffic or maybe going for a run? Then subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. And hey, when you're on iTunes, make sure to give us a five-star rating so we can move up the ranks and get popping. And in five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 91. And for the first motherfucking time, the JB and Benny Review is live on fucking location. What do I mean by location? I mean two fucking locations because as we alluded to in episode 90, it is a new motherfucking day. My name is Benny Blue. I am joined live from the desert. Uh, My guy and yours, Mr. Mr. (laughs) Jeremy J.B. Bridges. He is in his new location. He is back. He is back home. You know what I'm saying? He is back in there. If you're just joining us for the very first time, you can, of course, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Coming soon, YouTube, so you're now going to be able to see our fucking glorious, classically handsome faces yeah. coming to you live and direct, all that shit. And yeah, man, this is this is a, this is a new setup. This is great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instagram, TV, the whole shit. And, and, and as as he always is, a Segway King, please follow us on social media at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs. JB and Benny Blue Review.com for all your past episodes. And JB and Benny Blue Review at gmail.com for any titties and music. That's right, artists. Send us the music. Now that we got now that we got this new setup cracking, we will be featuring new artists. So don't worry. We ain't forgot about that shit. I know you're still sending. I know we got still got some emails to go through. We appreciate all your love and support. And yeah, man, it's a new fucking day. JB's out here in his new Savage Palace. First and foremost, bro, I mean, obviously we've, we've been talking. You know, I, I shed a fucking thug, te- thug tear as I was helping you pack up and getting your fucking U-Haul, which was a whole other adventure in, in, in and of itself, which we won't get into. But you're there. You're finally getting settled in. First and foremost, Tell the tell the reviewers how you're living. Well, man, you know, uh, my, my, my crib is dope, man. You know what I'm saying? Of course, if you know about moving, uh, I left a lot of things behind. It was symbolic. Uh, it was start of a new day, start of a new era. Uh, so for a lot of people that don't know, I was married for a long time, and a lot of my furniture, a lot of things I had in my home uh, in, in North Hollywood were from that era. So you got, you got a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's the start of a new day, man. But God, the crib is dope. I love it to death. Um, 
it's a lot bigger than I thought it was gonna be. Be real with you. Uh, but of course, you know, people know nothing about the desert. You know, what I'm saying you're gonna get big bang for your buck out here, and that's just what's going on. So I, I'm, I'm loving it, man. I can't wait till my guy Benny gets the chance to get out here and visit. Uh, but you know, I, I figured, yeah. About mid, about middle of next month, the crib will be completely. I got waiting on beds that I ordered, so on and so forth. So, yeah, I figure middle of next month the crib will be super complete, and shit, we'll, we'll be gonna be home, baby. Oh yeah, and uh, speaking speaking of leaving things behind, uh, my guy my guy uh, gifted me with something that he knew would be near and dear to my heart. Uh, you're gonna definitely be seeing that in some more fucking social media content. Um, he knew his fucking coveted Barry Sanders autograph jersey would be in good hands for, for all the, for all the lions reviewers joining us out there. So, he is a collector of uh, of a memorabilia and things of that nature and he was cool enough to part part with that shit. I told him I was like I'll give you 20 bucks for this shit. He's like, "Yo, you can have it." I'm like, "God damn, really?" And he fucking he, he gifted. <laughs> like the like, reviewers out there, like I told Benny, if 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 it was anybody else, I wouldn't have did it, right? So because he is from the great state of Michigan, he is a true Kitties fan. That's for better or for worse, people. I haven't listened to us before. But he is there with them through the good times, through the bad times, just like your <laughs> dear old mother. All right, He's with them. So for me to have that Barry Sanders jersey that I've had for quite a while, uh, it was my son's jersey, you know what I'm saying, when he was young because he played running back. So I got it for him. You know, but leaving, I mean, just just the fact that playing homage to my guy, you know what I'm saying, helped me out when it was time for me to get gone. Hey, that's the least I can do because I know it's going to be in a better place. You know what I'm saying? It's good. Oh, Barry. Oh, yeah. No, I, right I appreciate that. That shit's hanging over my fucking my little office setup to keep keep me fucking motivated. That, that that's all. I, that's all I needed, and it gets me fucking hype because, yo, man, we're we're get we're getting in it. We we reviewers reviewers have been rocking with us for a minute. We're in that zone right now. I know. I know it hurts. I know there's only so much fucking bowling you can watch on ESPN Seven. As the fucking fire alarm goes off, what the fuck? Jesus uh, Christ! Yeah, I tried to do a podcast in this. I got the fucking fire alarm going off. Oh, I was about to, I was about to lose it. I was about to lose it. Production value. I'm keeping that shit in. Fuck it. Uh, I was. I was. I was about to. I was about to walk out with a bathrobe, a cigarette, and a pistol. Fuck this shit. Like that. That is that. Fuck all that. But nonetheless, a. Hey, Maybe maybe that's maybe that's the heaven sending us a sign. It's a warning. It's a fucking warning, JB. Football is almost here, and you are back in the desert. You are back around your people. You are back at what you consider to be, no matter where you live, no matter where you played, where you consider to be your fucking home. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get back into it because we're due for an update. And we're going to talk about some things in some other segments, but we're going to keep it football right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the reviews. State of the Burr Gang. Cue the music. JB's back in the desert. Uh, all right, man. First and foremost, all these fucking talking heads bums are saying that your guys are going to be fucking, you know what I mean? They're going to be out here finishing finishing last. So, what? I mean, what? first of all, ad- address this for, for the people who don't know better about what's happening with the Burr Gang. Here we go, man. State of the Burr Gang, 2018. First of all, guys, reviews. The season's right around the corner. I posted this on a story the other day on our page. Hallelujah. Jesus. Help me, Jesus. I shine a hundred, a hundred higher. It's here. All right? Man, it is back. Football is back. So I'm watching ESPN the other day. You know what I'm saying? Like I always do around, I'm sitting around one o'clock. Probably about one to three, I sit and watch ESPN. And NFL Live was on. So they did the whole 
NFC West rank them. All right. Well, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna get our, our just dues, our propers, because we do have a, a veteran, a team coming back, even though we have a new head coach. We do have most of our nucleus coming back. Well, I, I, I wouldn't be. I'm not stupid. The Rams right now, hell, I pick them to be number one in our division. Shit. So based on paper and what they got going on, they should be number one. All right. Well, in my mind, we should be number two. No, sir. These assholes had Los Angeles, Seattle. I'm sorry. Yeah, Seattle, San Francisco, and then us being the bird game. That's fucking retarded. Like, it makes no sense. All right. It makes absolutely no fucking sense. We have a veteran quarterback that's coming in learning a system. All right. For sure at Arizona, he's like, it ain't like he's a quarterback that's that's coming in that, that new system in Arizona and he has to learn a new system in Arizona. No, he's coming in learning. So he's had a whole offseason to learn this, this system. All right. The kids, I'm mean, the kids, I'm saying kids like in college. The guys have had a whole offseason to be around Wilkes, OTAs, camps. Now we're getting ready to go to training camp. I shudder to believe that we are going to lose. We're, we're not going to win 10 games this year. I, I, I can't see us not winning 10 games this year, or at least nine. Nine and seven is the lowest I'll go for our record this year because uh, I can see the Rams going 10 and six easy. All right. So it, it's disrespectful as fuck to me. Uh, David Johnson is back. He's healthy as hell. You know what I'm saying? Our defense, there is some questions right there at our defense. All right, we lost a Honey Badger, um, who, honestly, be real with you, he needed a new place to go anyway. He, he, was, he, he just needed a, he needed a new start. All right, he's had a couple of injuries. I wish my man the best, but he's gone. Cornerback-wise, uh, we have two. Well, we have the best cornerback in the league, first of all. Second of all, they they replaced the other corner with a veteran. I can't think of his name right now, but he's a veteran, a guy that's played a lot of football. So he's not going to need that help like the guys, a couple of the guys we had last year. Linebacker-wise, still pretty much the same. Defensive line-wise, we're pretty good. We've got Golden coming back off injury. All right, and we've got that 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 Jones kid over there that wreaks havoc any kind of way he can, man. So, and then our, our inside three guys, you know what I'm saying? We got in DK, he's healthy. You know what I'm saying? Peters just signed a contract. All these things are coming to. Our offensive line, always a question, of course, uh, over the last few years. But it's about rebuilding the culture. With all that being said, ain't no way in hell we're going to be last place in our division. And that's just fucking disrespectful, man. And that, that's the part. That's the part that was kind of fucking me up because I'm like, all right. So clearly, clearly the beef I think is with the beef. Pause with the with the with the with the with the hogs up front because you know questions questions about the offensive line, questions about where the the you know the front seven is now that the, you know like you've seen like Calais leave and there's you know been been some changes and whatnot. Obviously, some of their core guys get, getting older. Pat P still up there, like you said, honey honey badger bounce. I mean, but that's the thing. I don't think they're giving enough credit. Main thing I don't think they're giving enough credit to is the fact that you're getting David Johnson back. I mean, I think that's huge because I think that's going to stabilize Bradford. Because, I mean, look, at this point, Bradford can play. But Bradford, like, he's kind of a journeyman at this point. Like, when he's good, he's really good. But that's if he stays up. This is the thing about him, Bradford. He's under, in McCoy's offense, right? When McCoy was in, he was a head, head man at, uh, at, at now uh, the other L.A. team with the Chargers for almost three years. If you look at the Chargers offense, Phillip Rivers very very rarely threw the ball down the field. Uh, so what I'm saying is that it's not that he couldn't, 
It's just that they picked their poison of times they want to throw the ball down the field because they knew they have an older quarterback. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to wear his arm out by throwing the ball down the field 12, 13 times a game. Well, guess what he has right now? A veteran quarterback. So with guys like Larry Fitzgerald, who's the best possession receiver in the game, uh, with guys like David Johnson, who's back, who can control, uh, who, 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 can, who can just take over an offensive series, whether he's catching it, whether he's running out the backfield, we got Gresham back, all right? We got Sean Jones back, all right? We have weapons. The kid Nelson's still there. We got weapons. We got guys that can play ball. And the only thing questionable is our offensive line. If we can develop a little bit of attitude there, I'm not worried about it. All we got to give the kid is three seconds because Bradford can get that ball out of his hands really quick. And obviously, falling falling in, into your into your line of work, your fucking specialty. I mean, listen, reviewers know that they've been fucking with us for a couple seasons now. Know your frustration and how much you you want to see that you've been you've been honestly saying this for kind of uh, kind of a minute now in terms of the offensive line developing more of an identity. I mean, going into in going into this season, I mean, what is the most glaring thing that they need to improve to make sure everything you know? Because you are you've talked about it a million times. The way that the offensive line needs to be the most cohesive unit on the team for them to be successful. I mean, what what needs to change or what needs to improve? Well, uh, I mean, they 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 their the attitude, man. I, I just need to see some fucking nasty out of them dudes, man. I really do. I need to see some nasty. I need to see some pride. Like, I mean, it's, it's it's just it, they've been like it's it's just they've been the butt of the team for so long. Like, Jesus Christ, it's like it, it's almost <laughs> it's, it's, it's embarrassing, man. Shit, it's just fucking embarrassing. I, I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's just embarrassing. Uh, so I, I do, man. I want to see them. I want to see them get more technically sound, man. Uh, with the with the hiring of Ray Brown, I think it's gonna happen. I mean, Carolina had a pretty decent offensive line. They always had a lot of injury issues, but they always had a pretty good offensive line. Ray played a long time, Pro Bowls, Super Bowls, all that shit. So. He, he, he knows his stuff, man. So I just want Ray to go over there and, and develop an attitude for them guys. They got they got to they got to buy into what you know. They got to buy what Ray's selling, and we, we got to be the strongest unit on the field. Like they don't have an attitude right now. They have to be the strongest unit on the field, and that's that's the way offensive line works. Hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I don't think I don't think it's unreasonable to say that they they may not necessarily be projected to finish first, but I think I think that's I think if I think if you're saying at this point with Seattle, especially Seattle, like why would you why would you say at this point that they're going to finish ahead of you? First of all, like we were talking about on Twitter once again at JB and Benny Blue the other day, man. Like imagine imagine if they're able to fuck around and get. Earl Thomas. I mean, he. I think he want. I think he wants out of there because at this point, it's like they they've they've went as far as they can go with this legion legion of boom thing. I mean, do you think do you think that's like a, a sleeper fucking borderline fucking conspiracy theory that he may actually end up on the Bird Gang in a trade, or you think they won't even trade him in the division? Uh, you know, if, if Seattle's smart, they wouldn't trade him in the division. I wouldn't. Shit. Um, I would never trade him to somebody that, that that's going because he's going to go and benefit right away. He's a hell of a player. He's a hell of a leader. And we have, you know, old Antoine Bethea. He's there, but you know, Antoine is Antoine is old. And he, he, he's, you know what I'm saying, he's definitely older than than, um, than the kid uh, in Seattle, without a doubt. So if we could get him, that'd be amazing. You know what I'm saying? That would, that would really solidify our defensive backfield. 
Like seriously, it really would. So, you know, only time will tell. And if I'm if I'm Seattle, I'm not trading him away into the division. That's just not gonna happen. So we're probably not gonna get him. Wishful thinking right now, but I would love to have O'Earl. Most important question for State of the Bird Gang that all of our desert reviewers and Bird Gang Nation want to know. Um, what can people expect from Bizzle Man at tailgate parties? Go. <laughs> tailgate parties. Power bomb and cast through tables like fucking Bill's Mafia. Here we go. The whole motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Now, I, I, I'll, you know, I, I, I've always liked to do that. That's one thing I used to tell people all the time when I play. I was like, man, it would be great to just go out and mingle with the people. You know, when I was on injured reserve for those few weeks I was on injured reserve, uh, I really did that. I did it a lot. Like, before I went to the player suite for the games, uh, like, I used to do that. I used to go out and I used to just tailgate. Like, me and my wife at the time I was married, I used to go out and just tailgate and just enjoy the people, man. Enjoy the fans. Because I had, I had I have a, a pretty pretty big following as far as fans with the, with the Cardinals. Uh, I was just I was this noticeable guy, you know, on the field and a big personality. So people drew to me. And we hung out with people all outside of the game as well. Like, I would go to sports bars and sit and watch games with the fans. Away games that I didn't go to when I was on IR. So, uh, I'm definitely going to be out mingling, man. Uh, without a doubt. I'm, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to go to the red and white game with the Cardinals is on the fourth, the training camp. Definitely going to be there sitting and, and shooting shit with, with, with the guys, with the Bidwell and, Adrian Wilson works for the crew, for for the crew and Josh Scobie, guys I play with, um, and looking to meeting looking forward to meeting Wilkes, the head coach. Even though I know him, I don't know him like that. And uh, big old Ray Brown, I've encountered Ray a couple times. He's a good dude. So I'm just looking looking forward. Of course, I know McCoy because I played for him in Carolina. I'm just looking forward, man, to to, to getting back in the loop and and, and and becoming you know part of the family again and. It's going to be good, man. So, Bird Gang Nation, the translation is that if you have a couple dillies and you're not a fucking weirdo, he'll probably kick it with you at least at least for a little bit if you fucking support the squad. And, uh, yeah, he's going he's gonna to be out there having having a gay old time, what it sounds like. By the way, real quick before we go on our first patented advertisement announcement, uh, how, how is the desert responding to your new fucking sleek and, and toned up frame, sir? Because last time you were out there... You were probably at playing weight, right? Basically, like you definitely weren't where you at now. Yeah, but, uh, you know the funny part about it is I haven't even I haven't even moved around a lot, bro. A lot of people don't even know I'm here. And uh, after, after this episode, or like, like Bruce Wayne, you know, people people like see you know what I'm saying on uh they see on Twitter, you know what I'm saying, on, on Twitter, and they see on on, on, our, on our IG page <laughs> like Javon. Oh, you here? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm here. But you know, I'm just the type of person that I don't like to do things until. My life is settled. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't, I don't like right now. My life is kind of in, in chaos because of some of the fact that I'm just kind of moving around crazy right now. Not not moving around, but like my house ain't in order. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the type of person that my house ain't in order. Hey, I'm just not not with it. You know? Well, desert, get ready because once once uh once ever once the house is settled, he's uh he's gonna be making making some moves in, in many ways, which I which I know he will address in future episodes as shit really gets rolling, especially as football season comes a lot to do with coaching, training, you know, helping others that, that, that whole thing. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in due time, but speaking of having our house in order, let's make sure we keep the fucking lights on. We're going to go into our first special advertisement announcement, but when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about a sport that we don't really get into a whole lot. Although 
We love one fucking Eldrick Woods. Yeah, you know what it is. That's fucking Tiger. He's out here smacking, smacking that bitch down down the fairway, and uh, he's uh, he's out. He's starting to make make some hay a little bit, like the like the uh, glory day. So we're gonna talk about that. And JB is a a a golfer, and he is gonna convince me. That's right. If you're playing stereotypes, a little role reversal. He's gonna convince me that golf is actually pretty dope. I'm willing to listen. I hope you're willing to listen. So stick around with us. Uh, this is the JB and Bang Blue Review Podcast, and we'll be right back. You- What's up, listeners of the review? Are you searching for the dopest independent artists that might not have a million subscribers on YouTube or hundreds of thousands of followers on social media, but have star level talent? Look no further than the new So Effin' Dope magazine. Head over to SoFNDopeMagazine.com. That's S-O-F-N-DopeMagazine.com to submit your story today and make sure to follow them at SoFNDopeMagazine. That's S-O-F-N-DopeMagazine for updates on their upcoming print issue. All right, folks, we are back. It's the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. Please appreciate you rocking with us. This is our first time, people. So if it sounds if it sounds like we're kind of you know talking from outer space, bear with us. The power of technology. This is this is the new the new fucking phase of the review. We're we're ninety episodes strong, and now the Savage Duo is a. Uh, Together but separate. We are in different locations. I'm still here in the Los Angeles area, of course. As you found out here in our previous episode, JB is now coming to you live from the desert out there, out there in the Fe- out there in the Phoenix area. <laughs> God, yeah, you goddamn right. So, uh, yeah, man, we, we appreciate you rocking with us. Like I said, we're going to have more. We're going to be definitely switching up in terms of how we present this thing to you. We're going to have some video. And, of course, there's always content to share, Fucking whether it's fucking JB's Pillow Talk, the new segment. JB's toilet talk. Good God Almighty. God bless you. Uh, doing that shit, literally. Um, yeah. So we got plenty of shit for you. Make sure you follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all that shit. Um, so yeah, man. First segment, of course, we talking about State of the Burger Game because it's only right. JB's out there. He's he's around his fucking people again. God damn it. And he had some concerns and he needed to defend his squad, which that makes complete sense. They're fucking out here fucking talking all types of wild shit. Like they're going to finish in a cellar. Come on, man. This ain't the Cleveland Browns. You know what I mean? They fucking, they, you know, it's a bird game. Give them some fucking credit. Speaking of giving, speaking of giving uh, athletes credit, um, Tiger is out here uh, is out here making moves in in the open now. For, for now, at the time of this recording, he's he 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 didn't win. That, that other cat it cleaned it up, right? That's correct. The Italian won. Uh, so Tiger, man, Tiger in the British Open today, last round. Uh, it was good. It was good to see the heavyweighters, man, going at it. Uh, young Jordan Spieth. Uh, Tiger, uh, McElroy, man, it, it was just good to see these cats doing their thing because, like we talk about, Benny, with with other sports that are team sports, NBA basketball, NFL football, when certain teams are winning, the shit's just better, right? So, my man Tiger, oh man, Tiger was playing really well today, man, playing like vintage Tiger, if you will. Uh, he ended up finishing third, there were a lot of times for third. Negative five, which is five under is how they say it. Man, Tiger played great. And what that does, it gives us hope. Because all I said, I just need Tiger to win one more major, man. I need him to win one more major just to get his confidence back up and just to shut people the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Just to shut people the fuck up. Uh, I just need him to return to greatness, man, for just a little bit. And just to be able to contend with the heavyweighters, man. Because these young kids are good, now don't get me wrong. And some of these cats from these other countries are good. But... Tiger's still the man. I just need him to solidify and show that he's still the man. But, you know, it's a, it's a dope sport, man. Uh, 
And for me, man, because I'm such a Tiger fan, I, as we talked about memorabilia in the first segment, I do have an autographed Tiger uh, from when he when he won his first Masters. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's it's special. It, it's really special, man. And I got that. And uh, that's one of my favorite sports. You know, I'm, I'm an avid golfer, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, now that I'm back out here in the desert, I'm about to get back on to something serious, man. My boy Brian Johnson, my boy Meaty. You know what I'm saying? We're ready to hit these links, man. So once I get my home in order, that's another thing that I will be doing during the week. You know what I'm saying? Because my, a lot of the training stuff that I'll be doing will be on the weekend. So we'll definitely be out in those early mornings about 6.30, 7 o'clock, tea times, getting it oh, going. Oh, yeah. I, 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 fall, I fully expect selfies in your fucking in your fucking BA uh, a red Kangol and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, without uh, a doubt. But, you know, got Right, exactly. Uh, and to that end, I kind of alluded to it here, but before before our break, what is it, man? Like, I get it. I I've watched. I'll like I'll I'll throw on like if it's like the Masters here and there. Like you can you you know we're at the end of the day we're sports fans. We we can feel you know you can feel when it's when it's a big moment, even if it's not necessarily a sport that you keep up with because like it's a game it's a game seven type feeling, right? What is it about? What do you think it is about, especially a career like Tiger's, where you still want to, you want to root for the guy? I mean, especially when, you know, when, when he's your favorite golfer, I get, I get that whole part, but it's like, what is it, what is it about not only just him as an individual, but the sport itself that fucking draws you in and will actually make you watch a sport that like that's golf is the ultimate sport that to me at least that you would rather probably just play you know what i mean but when when people i know golf fans when they watch golf they actually fuck with that shit like they'll be fucking drinking an arnold palmer whatever the fuck they do smoking a cigar and lounging so explain to the reviewers because you already know we don't really you just said it we mostly talk nfl nba boxing hip-hop you know fucking uh cheeks the whole shit you know what i mean like we we got a whole array of shit that we talk about besides certain sports like golf. So explain to the reviewers why not only does it mean a lot for Tiger to be good, but what they may be missing out on by not actually watching the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, my my thing is this, and I, I always laugh, and I tell my son, my oldest son, it's funny because we we've been we've been watching the British Open. You know what I'm saying? He'll sit and watch it with me. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of you know a dad's boy. You know what I'm saying? He'll just sit and watch whatever we watch. Just you know, just so we can kick it and spend time. But golf for me, honestly, truly, be real with you, I, I like to watch it just like football. You know what I'm saying? Because I take it in and I see, you know, I watch people's styles and how they play and different situations, ball placements and club use and it's things of this nature that because I actually play the damn game that are gonna benefit me in the long run. Because when you get out there on the course, it's just like when you when you're watching football or you know, you're watching basketball and you see somebody do an ill Euro step. You, know, you want to go out there, you want to try that Euro step to see if you can get it and make it your own. Well, some of these tee shots, some of these, these these iron shots, some of these shots out of the bunker, as you watch these professionals do, you're like, man, okay, okay, he hit it two inches behind the ball, got good lift, got good spin. Like, you 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 adopt these styles and you learn. You know, you're a sponge. I love the damn game of golf. I started playing it in 2004 out here with my guy, my brother, Brian Johnson. Uh, if you don't know, he played receiver at Penn State. Uh, we got drafted together same year, 2003. He got drafted to Arizona. He played for teams such as the uh, Detroit, your Detroit Lions. And he also played for the uh, 49ers. 
So that's my guy, man. We used to play. We were so into the game that we used to literally get out and play in the summertime and, you know, be out there at 7 o'clock in the morning, uh, play 18 holes, you know, all rules, regulations apply. We're not, we're not fucking around. We're not joking. We're literally trying to play. Like, we're really trying to play. We're trying to learn how to play. And people just think we were crazy because we would be out there in the heat. Well, a lot of people don't understand in Arizona, you know, when it's hot out, people don't play golf, you know. Uh, you get you get, you get a select few that are out there on the course, so it's the best time to go out and play and, and make your fuck-ups, you know what I'm saying? Because you're going to hit the ball off the fairway, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be some windows broken in some houses. It's going to be some shit that goes on. God damn. It's real, you know, because the, the, the one thing about golf I tell people all the time, and this one old dude told me, uh, you know, this, this, and I remember this. I take it with me at all times. He was like, man, he was like, golf is like life. When you feel like you got it all figured out, you don't. You know, so if you just keep that in mind and, and understand that every time you play it's a learning experience, then you're going to be okay. And how I do that, how I put myself in perspective and keep my head level with golf is I watch the professionals play because they be fucking up. Right? They be fucking up. They'll hit the ball off the fairway. They'll, they'll overshoot a, 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 a six, seven foot putt. Uh, they'll, you know, it's crazy. Like, they, they'll hit the ball into the rough, like into the sand. It, all that shit happens. So it gives me a sense of, man, you know what? These guys are professionals. They fuck up sometimes. So it keeps my head level, man. But it's just a relaxing sport. It's a great sport to get out, man, and play with your boys. It's, it's calming. You get to learn from the people you're playing with. It's just a dope sport. Man, we're going to get you playing. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get you on the court, brother. See, every time I play, I have the reverse. I have a fucking happy Gilmore moment where I want to fucking give Bob Barker a goddamn uppercut. Like, this shit drives me crazy to no end. Like, I love I love putt-putt. I'm weird. I love putt-putt, and I like going to the driving range. But, like, it, whenever, like, I'm with, like, especially, like, my friends back home or if, like, I'm, like, like the last wedding I was in, we, we hit the course, and I'm, like, Man, like we we did we did fuck we did I think we did nine and I'm like, yo, like by hole three I'm like, I'm ready to fight a caddy. <laughs> like fuck this shit. Like I was I wasn't fuck I wasn't with it all. But I I understand where you where you're coming from. Where where what course and like what what does what is what is the course that you just like like you said like you like you got the old the old fucking wise advice about when you have it all figured out there's something new to learn. When was the time that you played where it's like you really felt like it was equal to like you had like an amazing, you know, you had like an amazing game where you had like fucking three pancakes and you were out there fucking crushing it. You know what I mean? Like what what, what was that time that you played where you just everything clicked as far as like I would, have to say, I, would, I would have to say from 06, like when I first got to Carolina in 06, uh, I would play golf, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, I, I kind of slacked off a little bit, but I got back on it in 07 uh, after I got married. So in 07, my golf game was kind of nice. Now uh, I could I could shoot under 100 any day. It was just, you know in golf terms, that's pretty good. Um, but I used to go play with a, di- a number of different guys. Uh, a guy named Artie who, who did my cars for me. Um, uh, of course, teammates. But I got to know a lot of people outside of the NFL and outside of my football team that I would go play with. Older guys that, that kind of had it together, that knew what they were doing. Uh, I would play a couple times in Carolina. Oh, jeans. So it, it's, it's just, I was pretty nice. I was pretty nice 
around that time. And then after that, probably I kind of got away from it. You know, I honestly, I didn't play the whole time I was in L.A., bro. The whole time I was in L.A., I didn't play at all. Yeah, so uh, I'm definitely glad I'm back out here as so I can get back on it. Um, a lot of people say it's good to take a break from golf. Um because, you know, you do, you know what I'm saying, you just come come back into it as a blank slate, you know what I'm saying, kind of a blank slate, you know what I'm saying, until your muscle memory kicks back in and you start making fucked up mistakes that you used to. And <laughs> that way, you know, it's pretty good. But now I'm ready to get back on it. it it's something that I enjoy doing. Like I said, you, you want, when you learn that patience for it, Benny, you're a very impatient dude. When you learn that patience for it, man, you're going you're gonna to be into it. I tell you, brother, you're going to be into it. Because like I said, it's something that you and your boys can do. You get out, you get away. You sit out, like you said, you do smoke cigars, you know what I'm saying? You might have a, a gentleman drink or two, you know what I'm saying, on the course. You, know, you might even smoke some weed. Yeah, we, we, you know, we do it all the golf course. Don't, don't ever think the golf course is just fucking, is just fucking, uh, this, this preppy ass, pompous ass motherfucking place where you gotta be all quiet. No, that's during tournaments, you know what I'm saying, that you see the professionals do it. But when we plan recreationally, you know, we, we take it serious, but we, you know, we're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah. I already know cats out here fucking pissed on everything and, like, doing doing God knows what when they fucking step out in the woods and fucking firing up and pulling out a, a flask. I already know there's fucking debauchery to be had. And, and hey, as long as I'm not out here swinging like Charles Barkley, uh, that's a win for me. I mean, fuck a handicap. Like, just let me get in the damn hole. Now, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll throw on the fucking, the fucking polo, the polo socks and the fucking whatever, like. I'm 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 in it. I'm with it in term in terms of the lifestyle. So you you sold you sold me on that. And uh, yeah, you're right. LA's LA's weird because golfing out here is like you either got to be the fucking like a like a high end country club or like an Orange County because everything else is like some jank ass public courses. But you know, I, I get I appreciate especially as I get older, I appreciate the appeal. So you 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 sold me on that part. And hopefully, Tiger, hey man, like you said, right off in the sunset. Let, let's get one more. And fucking call it a career and, and heal that back and drive around in a Buick and fuck Scandinavian whores and the, whatever the fuck you got to do. You know what I mean? Just watch out, watch out for flying golf clubs. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. But speaking of L.A., when we come back, we got a little bit more to touch on because J- JB, JB's got something to say about all you fucking bipolar ass Lake Show fans. That's right. We're talking to you. Yeah, well, you seem to have a problem with this new addition to your team that let's be honest is fucking saving your ass right now because great you got a young core but they still got to figure it out they they ain't one shit yet they haven't even been at the playoffs yet so they got to learn how to play at top level and they got the guy who can help them do it but the question is do you motherfuckers appreciate it so he's gonna talk about it he's gonna talk about what's what's been happening since la bron lebron has got here uh, when we come back, uh, so stick around for that in case you forgot what the fuck you're listening to. Yeah, this is the JB boys. and Benny Blue Review podcast, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Hey, JB and Benny Blue Review listeners, did you know that you can check out our podcast on the hot new podcasting app, CastBox? That's right, that's CastBox. Make sure you search it on Google Play or the Apple Store. That's C A S T. B-O-X. That's C-A-S-T-B-O-X. There you can enjoy our episodes even better with the customized play control. Make sure to share with one friend and get three months ads-free campaign from the Invite Friends option. So make sure you check out our podcast on castbox.fm. All right, folks, the review is back. We appreciate you rocking with us. However you're listening, whatever you're listening to, or whatever. I don't even know what the fuck that means. If you're rocking with us, we right. So iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Castbox, Spotify, 
iHeartRadio, out the backseat of somebody's car, uh, somebody's playing this shit real loud on speakerphone on the bus. I don't give a damn. If they're listening to us, they're doing the right thing. Um, yeah, man. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs, all that good shit. JB and for all your past episodes. Um, yeah, man. So we've uh, we've we've covered a lot thus far, but we still got some things to talk about in regards to these uh these new moves, man. These 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 uh this new look new look Lake Show. So JB alluded to a little bit, um, man. I gotta tell you, man. Like I feel like I feel like some of these these traditional Kobe fans, bro, are kind of they're out here acting like a scorned ex-girlfriend let's be real like they're out here basically it's this this is their version of of key of key and key in the dude's car saying motherfucker ain't shit blah 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 you know what i'm saying burning his clothes in the front yard all that type of shit um but that you 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 weren't really you weren't really feeling that so explain explain to laker nation what they how they need to cool out with the uh you know what I mean? They're they're out here fucking up. They're out here fucking up murals and shit. You know what I mean? They're they're basically they're da- they're damn near burning his jersey before he even played. Like what the fuck, man? Let the dude live. Shit. There, there, there have been two more uh, murals painted of LeBron. Uh, one of them was him. You know what I'm saying? With with, with his with his well earned title, the King, on it. Uh, King James, welcome to the Lakers. Something like that of that nature. That got completely defaced, uh, vandalized, if you will. That was the first one. There was another one made, and they tried to make this one a little bit more respectful, so that the Laker fans would be like, "Oh, okay, well, you know, the great." So they had LeBron looking up to, as one of the experts on Twitter who will remain nameless, who I thought this was amazing, said, "Why is LeBron James looking up to people that he's better than?" Uh, they, even though they have paved the way. Yes, I'm talking about Magic Johnson. I'm talking about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'm talking about Kobe Bryant. I'm talking about guys of this nature. Yes, he's better than them. Sorry. So the fact that the Laker Nation is blessed to have LeBron James on their team, uh, mind you, a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in eight years, a team that has been struggling, a team that has been very, very, very forgettable, right? And that's not the Lakers. That's not their hair. That's not, that's, not, that's not their thing. That's not their culture. That's, they're a winning basketball program. Won plenty of championships, had some great years, had some great players. Uh... You know, so the fact that the people of LA are doing this, and it's only it's only one or two people that have done this. I'm pretty sure it's not a gang of people getting together like let's fuck up LeBron James mural. For the most part, I feel like the culture and the, the greater city of LA is happy to have the man there because they understand that he's there to help. You know what I'm saying? He's there to help. Uh, odds are, you know, you're going to be looking at a a Lakers and 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 uh, a Lakers and Warriors fucking Western Conference Final. Bottom line, let's be real. I don't give a damn what Houston got going on. So LeBron's on their team, so they're they're most likely going to go to the Western Conference Final, right? So Laker Laker fans out there, don't be dumb. You know what I'm saying? Don't be dumb. And and, and yes, that's a segue, Benny, into what we were about to do. But they get the first, one, all right? They get the first. One. They get the first Don't Be Dumb award that we've done in quite a while. Laker fan, don't be dumb. You got a guy there. You got a guy there. The best player in the on the planet that plays basketball on the planet is in your fucking beloved purple and yellow. Like, come on, fam. Like, don't be dumb. Fucking purple, the purple and gold. And here, but here, here's here's the thing though. I'm curious. I'm curious to get your 
opinion on this. We live in we live in a culture now where when we we've talked about it in, among uh, among different you know sports and and kind of you know happenings and that that sort of thing. But as it relates to him, and especially like you said, like a squad for Lakers who's used used to a certain tradition, winning that whole shit, especially the whole the whole idea of them being able to lure big time free agents to come play for them. Obviously, you're right in terms of like where he sits on on the goat list. He surpassed all those guys except the greatest on that list. He's number two right now. I mean, I think we, I think you know, and again, we we talked about this. We we said this a couple episodes ago. We don't want to hear the fucking debate shit until he's retired. All right, so we ain't going down that rabbit hole right now. But the interesting thing about it is, it's like it's a weird phenomenon because ultimately, Laker fans, even though they have some fucking delusional fucking. Some and especially some bandwagon ass fans, the diehards do have an expectation, and that expectation is rings. Murals are going up of of a guy who hasn't won them anything. So what I, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to figure out is what's the best way for them to appreciate him without jumping out the window in terms of him not just not just him as a player, but him just him being a Laker because ultimately he has he hasn't even laced up yet and done one thing for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at the same time, you know what you're getting. All right? It's like buying a fucking Lamborghini. All right? You know exactly what you're getting. Like, motherfucker, the motherfucking car ain't got to turn on and, and drive you down the street. You ain't got to test drive a Lamborghini. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to. So, you know what you're getting. It's been proven. Every level or team that he's been on, same level, every team that LeBron James has been on has been a better basketball team. All right? So, it ain't, it ain't, he ain't got to do shit for him to appreciate it. You know, he, he, all he got to do, he's like Booby Miles. All I got to do is show up. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he signed with you motherfuckers, you should be grateful. Like, let's be real. I agree. I agree with that. It's like, yo, you better yeah, fucking show, you better fucking show respect. Motherfuckers ain't, ain't been shit in eight years. And the, again, I'm going to say it, the greatest player on the planet decides to grace his mother, grace you all's motherfucking team with his presence. Come on, baby. Like stop being stupid, right? Stop being stupid. Like that, that. And that, I mean, and you, and you, and you raise kind of an interesting point because I've been kind of thinking about this, and I, I don't know if we, I don't know if we talked about it off the mic at all. Um, but the interesting thing, like you said, you you put it in a good way, where it's like the Lakers at this point in the world that we live in today, where stars can become fucking stars in, in fucking Timbuktu or wherever the fuck they're playing, like. Like you said, you, you're, you're getting a guy who's already a brand, who already established himself out here without actually being on the team. But to fucking double down on that shit, he ends up signing with the team because it's only going to further his brand. But the interesting thing about it is for two reasons. Number one, there is still the possibility that he doesn't win a title with them. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it is possible. And number two, do you think... It, to me, like when you see, obviously, we haven't even seen him actually put on the. That, yeah, that's the illest shit about it. We haven't actually seen him put on the uniform. Every picture we've seen has all been photoshopped. Right. You know what I mean? Every single picture that we've seen has been photoshopped. Does it? Does he feel? Does he feel like he plays for the Lakers? You know what I mean? You kind of understand where I'm getting with that. Like, does he actually feel like he plays uh, for the Lakers, or he? It's LeBron and the Lakers. Exactly what you're saying? Nah, he. Uh... He showed up to the summer league with the Lakers, you know, since the Lakers shorts on. Um, I mean, LeBron. He, I, I don't like. I don't like to say that because he doesn't take that attitude. 
if he was the type of player that he took that Right, I know yeah, he does. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If he was the type of player that took that attitude, then I'd be like, "Yeah, it's the Brown and the Lakers." Like, no, nah, he he's a team guy. Uh, there, you know, and every move that Magic is making is bringing in pieces that are going to complement their centerpiece. You know what I'm saying? He's their centerpiece, so they want to bring in pieces that are going to complement. They brought in Lance. They brought in Mike Beasley. Uh, they still have the kids that are there. Ingram, uh, the ball kid. Uh, you know, so uh, I think Randall's going to be out the door. To be honest with you. But well, he already, he already is. He's on, he's on oh, the Pelicans okay. now. Yeah, I, I missed that, but you know, it's like you're gonna, he, he's bringing in piece to comp, pieces to complement their centerpiece, and you know, and all of this is like you know, just like you you, you know you 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 mentioned that. Oh, it feels like LeBron and the Lakers. Like, well, you know, it, that, but that's the way that's the way the media wants you to see it. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's the way the media wants you to see it. He wouldn't sign his contract with you know with the Bus family. You know what I'm saying? So forth, like. The man is a Laker, you know what I'm saying? It is the Lakers, you know what I'm saying, featuring LeBron James. It's not LeBron James, the Lakers. <laughs> featuring uh, the Lakers, featuring LeBron James. Oh, man, where, where's, the, where, where's the, I mean, shit, Lonzo's there, Kuzma's there, LeBron recorded like two, like two fucking songs thus far. Who knows? Maybe, just maybe. He, uh, he 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 finds his way way on a track with fucking that Lonzo. Be, that would be fucking amazing. Wax. That would be fucking priceless. But hey. right, right, hey man. Maybe maybe they get maybe they get Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard on that bitch to, to help him out because that dude can actually rap. You know what I mean? Shit, fucking uh, Leandro can go a little bit. He can spit a little bit. I really do. I, I seem like every basketball player in the world want to be a rapper. Bro. Like it's just, it's getting, it's getting exhausting. Seriously. Right. Oh yeah, you already know. And hey, Segway King, you you teed it up. Reviewers, for our last segment, we are bringing back one of your favorite segments because we're fucking overdue. Some shit has been happening, but hey, we're gonna end it positive because he also has some shout outs. That's right. JB's patented. Don't be dumb. It's coming up. Right after the special after high announcement. So stick around. You don't want to miss that to end this bitch strong. You know what I'm saying? So keep rocking with us because we're fucking with you because the review is for the people. Uh, you were listening to the JB and Bandit Review Podcast. Yeah, we'll be right back, bitches. What up, reviewers out there? Hey, if you're looking for some new clothes that speak to who you are and will have people asking, hey, where'd you get that? The hot new online apparel brand, Trinska Lab, has shirts, hoodies, hats, and more that's specifically designed for the hustlers, models, Partiers, comedians, influencers, fitness freaks, and people making a name for themselves that want to do it in style. Visit their brand new website, transcollab.com, and use our promo JBBB Review to get 25% off your first order. Transcollab, make your own style. That's right, reviewers. We are back. We appreciate you joining us again. Please make sure to subscribe on iTunes and give us a five star rating. It helps them shoot up them rankings that we're trying to fly up the goddamn charts right in time. Ball star, for football baby. season. Five star. Five star, goddammit. And we appreciate your rock with us, man. It's it's a it's a new day. We're doing this shit over the internet. You know what I mean? Fucking satellites and the fucking feds probably got our shit tapped, but I don't care. Fucking listen to our shit. You'll you'll be a fan by the end of it, you fucking rat fucks. God damn it. Fucking with us. And uh yeah, man. We we just we just we 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 appreciate you. We just appreciate you listening, however you're listening. So again, please get on iTunes, please subscribe, and please give us a five star rating. And uh yeah, man, as uh as we teed it up here before our last break, um we're it, it's back, people. It's back. And we're gonna go right into it. Uh ladies and gentlemen, is JB's patented. 
Don't be dumb segment. Cue the music. Uh, first, don't be dumb. What you got, sir? What, what's uh, what's what's on what's on the brain? Well, the first don't be dumb is going to go out to my man, my mellow, uh, Stevie Kime. If you don't know who Stevie Kime is, he is the general manager of my beloved Arizona Cardinals, who recently got a DUI on the fourth of July. Right now, most people will be like, "Oh my god," or, or some people will just be like, "Give a fuck." Well, guys, he's the general manager of a professional fucking football team, okay? You know how much money this man makes every year? There's no, absolutely no, and I'll say it for me, because I've gotten DUIs, I'll say it for any player, any fucking player who gets a DUI, I'm saying it, damn it, don't be dumb, okay? Because there are so many ways now that you can get home. You can get home. Lock your car up, you got insurance, right? Lock that motherfucking car up, get your ass the back of an Uber. Hell, if you want to you maintain a status, get an Uber premium, motherfucker. It don't matter. Like, get an Uber and take your motherfucking ass home, sweep it off, get your half-drunk ass up the next day and go get your car. All right? <laughs> like, this is how you do things. This is the proper way to do it if you go do it, man. So all your athletes out there, that's one thing I can say, man. I am glad, side note, I'm glad that this offseason has been very quiet when it comes to arrests and incidents, all right? One thing I'm not proud of is that most of the incidents that happen this offseason are with my fucking Cardinals. But anyway, right. Mr. Mr. Kine, my friend, don't be dumb. God right? damn it. No, so really, really, really. I'm going to go back and reiterate the last segment. To the Laker fan. Mm-hmm. Don't be dumb. This motherfucker's coming to help you. This motherfucker being LeBron James. He's coming to help you stop fucking with his mural. If somebody wants to just pay homage to the man by making a mural, that's what you do in LA. LA is a mural place. Like they, they put murals every fucking where. Great artists out there in the city, stop defacing the man's mural. Don't be fucking dumb. Okay? Just bottom line, don't be fucking dumb. Alright? ESPN! <laughs> Hi! Oh, we back. Oh, God. Yeah. If you don't stop showing fucking cornhole on <laughs> national television, uh. on me, bro, I promise you, like, the next time I see that shit, I am going to Bristol, Connecticut, and I'm fucking some shit up. All right? I'm snatching every fucking panel off on the wall. On your heels, mothership. Cords out of shit. I'm snatching. You're not going to show that shit on TV no more. I want to watch that shit. All right? It's already bad enough to show you. I'm saying your, your informative shows your sports analytic shows are trash. Now all of a sudden you show a cornhole. Come on, man. Don't be fucking dumb. All right? Don't be dumb. All right, that concludes my don't be dumb <laughs> part of this thing. Now we're going we're gonna to get into a... a yeah, them shout outs. Somewhat sad. Somewhat sad. We're going to shout some people out, man. Shout out K. Michelle. All right, if you don't know what K. Michelle, she's on Love and Hip Hop, whatever the fuck. Uh, she's a singer. But she used to have this gigantic fake ass and these huge big titties, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what the world wants to see today. She even said it. I saw a commercial because I did not watch that shit. I was sitting there and I was flipping through the channels. I saw a commercial and she was just like, you know, I thought the bigger the ass, the bigger the career. Well, like most women in this world think, the bigger the ass, the bigger the career. I think it only works for Kim Kardashian and Amber Rose. You will. Alright, uh, so, uh, Shout out to K. Michelle, who had multiple surgeries to get her body back to where it needs to be, natural, because she wants to be healthy. She wants to live a healthy life. 
she don't want to have complications when she get old. Now, due to the fact that she's had all these surgeries, she's probably going to have some complications. But she'll at least be in good weight and good body fat for her age. Shout out to you, young lady, for pulling that trigger. More of you silly motherfucking bras out in the world need to pull that trigger and stop getting your bodies done. I can't stand that shit, baby. I'm going to be real with you, man. I'm going to rant for a minute. Look at on Instagram. It's sometimes fucking disgusting. I'm not even going to lie. Because... You always got these bitches that's like, go follow my bae, so-and-so. Then you get to the bitch's page, and she looks like, oh, my God. It's just, the fakeness is just fucking, it's just nasty. It's like straight black China. It's just nasty. Like It's like, ugh. You see it, you're like, why the fuck? And then, then, then to add in so the injury, the bitch got a million followers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you niggas stop condoning this shit. It's like we talked about in episodes way past, dude. The reason why... The, 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 the fucking beta male is so prevalent in the Freaking world today is because the bitches accept it, right? They accept it. So if the dudes put their foot down and say, you know what? Eh, I'm tired of seeing that nasty ass shit and start curbing these bitches who run around here looking like build the bitches, then, hey, hoes will go back to doing what they're supposed to do and just get their ass in the gym, you know what I'm saying? Eating right. The pose is just being, being fucking fat bitches every time every time you see a bitch mm-hmm. on Instagram all they doing is eating and shaking their ass that's all they do <laughs> all they do uh, all they do is twerk and eat you know uh, what I'm saying so again baby Michelle baby girl great job on putting your foot down and saying I'm not gonna be one of you people now, uh, and this is kind of sad note fuck kind of it is sad man uh, Tony Sperano used to be the head coach of the, um, the Miami Dolphins who was the offensive line coach for the Minnesota Vikings has passed away at age 56 um, Sunday afternoon. Man, this dude is gone too soon. All right, let's just be real about the situation, guys. And it's a testament to my profession, my, my, my former profession. You know, a lot of people die and we don't even know it that play professional football. And you don't hear about it because they're not, you know, perennial pro bowlers or like superstars or people that were in the limelight. But... Guys, it's, it's just a, and I, I don't even know how he died. Uh, it says chest pains in the hospital. So I'm guessing he had a heart attack uh, or some kind of um, cardiac arrest or some kind of heart failure, something. Uh, like I said, I'm kind of skimming through it right now on ESPN.com. But it said he had chest pain, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say he had a heart issue. Um, but it's, it's a testament to what we're supposed to be doing, man. You should be taking care of yourself. Like we just talked about, K. Michelle, we got to start taking care of ourselves, guys. Getting checkups, going to the doctor, getting those checkups. Lose some fucking weight, man. Lose some fucking weight. You know, everybody wants to be thick in this world. Every dude wants to be a fucking muscle man. It's sickening to go to the gym that I go to out here, Benny. It's really sickening. It really is, bro. Like, because the dynamic has changed. You know what I mean? From when I used to go to 24-hour fitness in North Hollywood where everybody was just in great shape. You know what I'm saying? So you had guys that were body weight wise for their height. That's basically where they were. They need to be. Every guy out here is a fucking Damn. fake ass bodybuilder. Like, it's bad. It's no, like, I see, I see more juice, back baby. That's the juice all day. I was joking with my son a couple nights ago when we go to the gym and the evenings and I told him, I said, man, it's like they fucking popping steroids out here like fucking Skittles. Like, it's unreal. Uh, so, shout out to my man, Sperano. I uh, never had a chance to play for him. Never really got a chance to know him. He's part of the family. 
this NFL on Rusty Brother, your journey. And trust me when I say you feel no pain no more. Uh, and that concludes it, man. That concludes it, bro. Rest in peace, Coach Soprano, man. Like, fucking, yeah, dude. It's, it's crazy. I mean, and, you, and, and you're right. You, you're bringing up uh, Tony Soprano. Like, you, you're bringing up, you know, coaches like that where it's like, Man, how, how often how often do we salute fucking the late great Denny Green, bro? Like these people that like if you're a football circles, you know, but it's like people like you said, man, like that's that's the that's the crazy thing about it, where it's like even just watching something like catching up on on, la- on the new season, the last chance you it's crazy. And it probably drives you nuts, especially as being a coach when you see young cats who are like. You know they're not giving their full effort or they're bitch moaning and complaining about something it's like you don't even know like this shit could be over for you you could be 23 and finished yeah. and finished Brother, it could be, it could be it could take it from you at the drop of a fucking a drop of a hat man it's 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 something that you have to take you, you have to literally appreciate it every day every play and you know when it comes to your health you can't compromise because you really only get one body i mean they can do a, a number of procedures to help you out as far as your heart and your lungs and, and and so on and so even your kidneys man but you know it's like why why i don't want to be aftermarket you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i want i want all my original parts to aftermarket be kidneys on Amazon. Be aftermarket. holy shit yeah i don't want to be i don't want to be aftermarket my guy you know what i'm saying i would rather have all my working parts in order man so uh just you know mr coach morano baby uh, again, gone too soon. I feel I, I feel for his, his his wife and his children, and you know his whole family. They bereaved, and we'll pray for him, man. But that, let let it be a lesson to everybody out there, man. Get in the best shape you can possibly get in, man. It's not a fast, it's not a phase. It's a lifestyle, man. It's exactly. a lifestyle. You gotta rock with it. You gotta rock exactly. with it. Exactly. In the reviews of lifestyle. So uh, that's it for us. Any, any, Bizzleman, any, any parting words for the, the, for the reviewers out there, new and old, you know, young and new, all that good shit. Any, any parting words for the, for the listeners out there? Man, we just, we love y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all dealing with us, rocking with us, listening. Uh, go check us out on social media at JB and Benny. Instagram. Uh, you can listen, listen to us on anything Spotify, iTunes, I, whatever the fuck. I don't give a fuck. Just <laughs> Google this. Just go to every fucking listening vessel you can listen to a podcast. You'll find JB and Benny Blue Review. Just type us in. You'll find it. It's all good. Like, tell your friends about us, man. We are a good podcast. Trust me when I say we are up there amongst the tops uh, with the content, you know what I'm saying, and the real that we're coming with. But we appreciate y'all, man. Go to iTunes, give us that five star review. Please. We'll see y'all next time, baby. Yeah, all right. That's it. You you heard it from the man himself. This is the JB and Benny Blue Review, episode 91. We we are closing in on 100 and we're baby. We are just getting cooking. Uh, so we appreciate you fucking with us again. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Castbox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs. JB and Benny Blue for all past episodes. And uh, that's it. It's the review. We're for the people. And uh, until next time, enjoy your summer. Get a fucking car if you're out here boozing. You know what I'm saying? Get home safe and go to the gym. God damn it. Just, just go. Just go. Go today. Go right now. Turn turn us off and go to the gym right there. And get it. Right. Matter of fact. Matter of fact, go to the gym and get on the cardio machine and turn us on. And yeah. then go back to the beginning and play this shit because it's going to be a fucking hour. And by the time you're done, you're going to have a nice low fucking workout and you'll have us to thank. So uh, don't say we never did nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's it. Uh, we love you guys, reviewers, new and old. The Barack with us since day one or episode 91. It don't matter. We fuck with you because we're for the people. And we out. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Yeah.
the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.